This is Kim Balorchi, and you're listening to Boldly Stated. With the exception of a handful of birthdays where you get to drive, you get to vote, you get to get a tattoo, as my daughter did when she turned 18, you get to drink, most of them are somewhat arbitrary feeling in that you go to bed one age and you wake up another age. And I remember being a kid and my mom saying to me on my birthday, do you feel older? And answering like, yeah, but the truth is I I didn't feel any different. And it could just be me, but I always found the idea that you're one age one night and you're a different age in the morning and expecting this huge change to happen to be strange. Now, I mention this because as we move from 2020 to 2021, there's a lot of expectation that 2021 is just miraculously going to be so much better than 2020. And granted, it's got to be, right? (laughs) Like, it's got to be. But if you're like me and you woke up on New Year's Day still feeling really drained and really tired and like nothing is really that different, I want you to know I think that's probably pretty normal. Um, because again, you know, the, the change from one year to the next is just an overnight happening. And it's going to take us a minute to unwind from a lot of the mess that has been created collectively and, um, you know, from things out of our control. So while we're moving into 2021 with a ton of hope, and, and rightly so, I think this is a really important time to think about what we're sort of setting ourselves up for. And again, this is traditionally a time of year where people set these New Year's resolutions. And if 2020 has taught us anything, it's that when we set ourselves up to feel fulfilled or successful or happy based on external things, well, we can't control those external things. And so chances are really good we're putting our power somewhere else. And we're probably going to get foiled at some moment, right? So you know, growing up, I remember thinking like, okay, well, when I just get my law degree, then I'm going to feel happier because I'm going to have earning potential. And then I started my first job and I was like, well, when I just know a little bit more, I'm going to feel happier because I'm going to feel competent. And then it was like, well, you know, when I have a little bit more time, I'm going to feel happier because I'm going to be able to appreciate the things that I can now afford and, and so on and so on. And I think everybody does this to some degree because the idea of what is enough and what is success is a little bit elusive. And I'm not going to get into that today. My point is when we're looking for things outside of ourselves to define whether we're going to be okay, we set ourselves up for failure. And what I learned this year in 2020 is that the things I can control are how I want to be and how I want to feel in a moment. And Yes, when we first went into lockdown and the pandemic hit, I was so frustrated. And so many of my plans were foiled. And I was like, well, if we can just get to here, then I will be okay because I can do these things. And if I can just make this thing out here happen, and if all these people would do this, then it will be all right. And what I realized over time is that I I can't control what anybody else does. And it's tremendously frustrating, but it's the reality. And I've been saying this forever, right, when it comes to communication and interpersonal relationships. But when you look at it on a bigger scale, like there's so much happening in our world that is truly out of our control. But what we can control is how we want to feel in a moment. And so if you're somebody who wants to set New Year's resolutions, I want to encourage you to focus on how you want to be 
rather than what you want to do. And this is really a shift, I think, for a lot of people, but I think it's really important. And I think this is the big lesson from the past year, right? When you think about how you want to be, how you want to feel, how you want to show up for yourself, being okay in any given moment, not dependent upon a series of events going your way or a plan being realized or you know, being able to actually get out and do something that you really, really want to do doesn't just keep the control with you, but it helps you set goals that you can actually achieve. So with this in mind, I'm going to show you a trick for setting resolutions that actually have a chance of succeeding. And I'm going to do this with the three most commonly set New Year's resolutions for 2021. Um, Now, this is an imperfect survey. I just kind of did some research and came up with the three that people seem to be setting most frequently. The first one is make more money. The second one is eat better, lose weight. And the third one is find love. So these are the three resolutions that right now people tend to be writing down and and putting forth. Um, So let's start with the first one, make more money. If this is your resolution, then... It sounds really great, but the first thing is, well, how am I going to do that? And in almost every situation, it's going to be dependent upon something outside of you, right? So it's going to depend on economic recovery. It's going to depend on being able to launch a program. It's going to depend on being able to get a higher paying job. Um, Something out in the world has to happen for you to be able to make more money. It's not something that you can just decide to do and have magically happen um, unless you've got a money tree. And if you do, let me know where it is. Um, so we need to reframe that in a way that's going to make sense for you. And and what you need to do is ask yourself, what about wanting to make more money is significant to me? In other words, why do I want to make more money? You need to answer the question of why. So when you think about wanting to make more money, is it because you want more financial freedom? Is it because you want to be able to do more things? Is it because when you you know, are, are freed up from the lockdown and the world feels a little bit more, um, I guess, normal, for lack of a better word, you want to be able to travel. What is it about making more money that feels important to you? You need to identify the reason behind it. And when you do, right? So let's say it is financial freedom. You just, you want money because it's going to enable you to do more things that you love to do. And you can identify what those are. Um, You know, maybe it's travel with my family. That is the goal, right? The goal is not just make more money, but it's, you want to feel the freedom of being able to travel with your family. Well, then you can look at it as, okay, if I can't travel with my family, what are ways I can feel that freedom? And coming back to how I feel that freedom and figuring out different strategies for making that happen right now, today, right? Whether I have more money or not is a way you begin a path toward success with that particular goal. Then you look at how you can strategize to make more money, knowing that your goal is freedom. It's really different when you just look at something as, I want to make more money. Okay, great. Well, maybe everybody wants to make more money, but how are you actually going to make that happen when it's outside of you and there's all of these things outside of your control? When you come back to the why is it important and you come to the value that really 
motivates you to to make that resolution in the first place, you have a lot more flexibility first to feel whatever it is you're hoping to feel right now, and then to make a plan and find activities that will support that feeling both now and in the future. The next one, eat better and lose weight. Okay. Everybody loves this one. And it feels like society just says New Year's resolution. Everybody just needs to lose like 20 pounds. All right. Maybe you've been overeating in quarantine. Maybe you haven't been exercising because the gym's been closed and you just feel like crap. But you need to ask yourself again, why do I care about eating better and losing weight? Is it because I want to look better? Is it because I want to feel better? What is my why for caring about this? You know, if it's simply the knee-jerk reaction of, well, this has been my resolution for the last 15 years and I've never quite done it, so I'm going to take another crack at it. It's probably not going to succeed if it's, you know, people are looking at me and my clothes don't fit and I just, I feel bad. Again, it's probably not going to succeed. You need a reason within yourself that is going to inspire you. If it's, I want to feel healthier, I want to feel better about myself. I want to take more care of my body and be more mindful about what I'm putting into my body. Um, then you can think about, you know, wanting to feel healthier, wanting to sleep better, wanting to do things that feel nurturing as the feeling, right? How you want to be, how you want to feel, how you want to show up. And then you can choose activities that will support that. I'm going to eat a healthy meal three times a week. These are the foods I'm going to eliminate. These are the things that I'm going to not eat anymore. Um, These are the exercises I'm going to do and when I'm going to do them. You can make a plan to support the way that you want to feel rather than just putting this, you know, huge resolution into the world. I'm going to eat better and lose weight. Well, what the, what does that even mean? It's too broad. It's too big. It feels unattainable. And then last, find love. I mean, who doesn't want to find love, right? Here, I would say, you know, feeling loved is so important. But again, that feeling of feeling loved, it has to start with you. And so if you're out there looking for it, right, you're searching for it, you're wanting to find it, you're wanting to find that person, you're dependent upon someone else to love you back. You're dependent upon someone else to choose you back. You know, you're dependent upon the right platform or the right introductions or the right thing to happen and align in the universe that this person you've been hoping to meet just suddenly shows up and it might happen. I hope that it does. At the same time, wanting to feel love and wanting to feel loved is something, again, it's within your control and it starts with you. So if if feeling loved is the feeling, right? And, and being love is how you want to feel and how you want to show up, You know, you think about why. Well, I mean, we all want to be loved. That's an easy one. What are the things you can do to support that? So again, being kind to yourself, taking care of yourself, nurturing yourself, doing things that make you feel really, really happy. Maybe starting a hobby, doing something for someone else, deciding to use your voice in support of something you care about, standing for someone else instead of just thinking about yourself and the things that are missing from your life. These are all ways to essentially find love and feel love that aren't dependent upon a specific thing that is outside of you. So I could go into this so with so much more depth and so many more examples, but I'm just trying to give you an understanding of how to reframe your your New Year's resolutions, if you're inclined to make them, into 
a way that is focused on how you want to be and how you want to feel rather than what you want to do. Because as we have learned, (laughs) what you want to do may or may not happen. And being okay, whether those things happen or not, is for me anyway, the huge lesson of 2020. And listen, you know, I do hope that change for you is instantaneous and that you woke up feeling like, you know, a magic wand was waved over your life and it instantly feels miraculously better. I do. And if it hasn't felt like that for you yet, realize that it's going to take us a minute and you're not alone if you're feeling like nothing has changed just yet. Um, It doesn't feel like it's changed just yet for me, but I can feel it coming and that's exciting, right? And as my friend Tracy has been reminding us all, all week, every day is a day to begin again. Every day is a day where we get the choice to to start over. It doesn't have to be a birthday. It doesn't have to be New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Um, we choose these days as a society as, you know, beautiful days to like start over and, and we draw a line in the sand and this is a day where we get to say, okay, beginning, but every single day is a beginning. I wish you so much love, so much joy, and so much happiness in the year to come. This is Kim Balorchi, and you've been listening to Boldly Stated. If you are enjoying Boldly Stated, it would be amazing if you could take a minute and leave us a review. You can hit some stars or you can leave a note. But either way, please know that your thoughts, your feedback, it really does matter in helping us grow the show. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next week for a new episode.